In the Mountain West, we take the lead. We show heart and grit and have the vision to be leaders in everything we do. We don't wait for opportunities. We create our own. Today is our day, and we will take the lead. Hey, everyone. Bridget Howard here for another episode of Taking the Lead. On this volleyball episode, I sit down with New Mexico head coach John Newman-Gonchar. He's entering his fifth season at New Mexico, where he and the Lobos are coming off their second consecutive winning season and second straight Mountain West tournament appearance. Well, let's now welcome in New Mexico head coach, John Newman-Gonchar. Coach, thanks for joining us on Taking the Lead. It's great to see you. Awesome. Thank you for having me on. It's uh, such a cool thing you guys are putting together this year. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty fun as we were just talking about getting to catch up with the coaches around the league throughout the season has been has been a blast so far. Well, coach, one weekend of Mountain West play under the belt. You're nine and four this season, one and one in conference action. What would you say has been the story of this season so far for you and the Lobos? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, number one. I mean, I, I think just just hats off to the league in general. I mean, the, the league is is playing as good a volleyball as, as I think we've seen it in at least in my time. And that's maybe heading into year five here. But it's as it's as it's as good from top to bottom that we've ever had. And and uh, it's just a, it's, it's a really just a testament to each school investing in volleyball and each 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 staff getting great recruits in here to play at this level. And, and, and we see that our conference win loss percentage put us right outside of the top five conferences in the country. And I think we want, we want to make a statement as a conference that, that the mountain West is, is a, is a legitimate contender for, for being a national nationally ranked teams. And so uh, it's a really exciting level of play and it's an exciting time to be part of the mountain West. And, you know, the, the, I think the storyline for our team, you know, so far is, is uh, I think one of the things that's been sticking out is, is our, our defensive intensity and our defensive urgency uh, with how we want to play the game. Uh, we're ranked top five in digs per set in the country. We're ranked top 11, I believe, in uh, opponent hitting efficiency. And so there are some things that we're doing that, that we're making it a little bit tougher for teams to score points. And, and so on the flip side of that, you know, we, we, uh, we're, 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 we're working every day to, to get our offensive side of the ball, uh, getting it where we want it. And, and so I think for us right now, we've, we've been in a lot of matches because of our, of our defensive intensity and our, our defensive urgency. Um, and, and now it's just, hey, can we bounce that out to, as we play better and better teams as we get deeper into this conference season? Coach, you're too good at this. You stole my question from me. I was just about to ask you about the defense, and and you mentioned you mentioned the stats, right? I mean, your defense has been incredible so far, and I gotta just emphasize it because you're now ranked fifth in the nation in digs per set, like you said, averaging over 17, and you're holding opponents to a 145 hitting percentage, good for 11th in the nation. So let's break it. I mean, that's incredible. Let's break yeah, it down. Like, you. what has been yeah. the key for the defense so far? Yeah, you know, we talk about it a lot. It's one of those things that that uh, maybe maybe two years running now, we've kind of been in that conversation as as one of the top defensive teams and uh, in the league, and it's just kind of this this ongoing theme of our program where hey, we're just we're just gonna we're gonna make people have to work really hard to get points, and uh, and sometimes that means we I don't know we we kicked a ball the other day to dig it, we 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 pancake, we get on the ground. I mean, we're we're just trying to make life really hard uh, to score points, and 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 the reality is is, is we need a lot more than just defense, but. But uh, but it's keeping us in some matches with some tough teams, and, and so at the end of the day, I, I really just believe it's become part of the DNA of our program that uh, there's this never back down mentality on the defensive end, and there's this never never let mm-hmm. down. We will we will we will do everything we can to go find balls wherever we can to keep them off the ground. So um, so yeah, thanks for noticing. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, this is a very experienced group you have back this season, nine returners who combined for 70% of the Lobos points last season. How has that allowed this group to maybe bypass those growing pains you get when you've got a handful of newcomers or freshmen um, and be able to start this season off at a higher level from the jump? Yeah, I think that's totally it. I mean, I think, I think there's there's a there's just the learning curve isn't so steep. I mean, this team knows how to play. This team, this team can play at a high level. Um, there's, there's always nuances. There's always details of the game that, that Hey, we've got to sharpen up and, and we've got to kind of address on a weekly basis. But the, the reality is, is it's, it's a, it's a comforting feeling for, for a coach, you know, to go, Hey, she's been in that moment before we've set her at 13, 13 in the fifth set to get us the one point advantage before. And doesn't mean that we're always going to kill it. Doesn't mean that we're always going to handle it the right way. But it means we've been there before, and I think that's uh, there's a good and a bad with that, right? Because sometimes there's this inheritance tax. Hey, I bre- hey, last year I had this same situation, and I missed that shot, or um, and and you know, whereas with a brand new group, hey, they don't know what they don't know. And so I think with our group, I think there's a lot of trust. Um, we've been down late in sets and, and come back and won. We, we've been up late in sets, and 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 unfortunately, uh, the cookie didn't crumble our way. And, and that's just how it works. Like the, the league is too good, teams are too good, um, and and. Is, is, is having an experienced group gives you a little bit more trust. It gives you a little bit more of an, of an edge when it comes to those moments. And we just hope that we come out on the right side of it through through uh, through kind of this, hey, we handle adversity uh, well. And I think that's that's the trust you get when you have an experienced group. Well, let's talk about some of those returners and highlight a few, starting off with the one and only Caitlin Viasu. What does Caitlin mean to this team aside from the stats? Because it is very evident that she is a stud every time she steps out onto the court. Yeah, you know, Kate is uh Kate's one of our captains and, and she's been there in that role for three years and 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 to watch her emerge as a better and better leader, to watch her emerge as a better and better servant leader and, and, and doing the right things for the right people at the right times and um you, you just you start to notice just hey the the maturity that she has and, and she's beginning to play with and, and it, it's not always easy you know we we, uh, we 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 ask a lot of our players just like every other coach does in this league but we ask a lot for them and and so uh, for Kate the, the, the standard is through the roof you know it's 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 sky high you know and and and, and we and she she rises to it you know and, and the reality is 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 we are not where we are without her and she she's aware of that and and she kind of has that responsibility of that and uh, and to watch her interact with her team after a win or after a loss is is, hey, she, she wants the team to, to know that, that she has their back and, and that, hey, we're going to get through this tough moment, whatever it is. And it's a really special thing to have on the team. Well, another player to note, uh, Ushwe Gareka, throughout her career as a Lobo, she's proven to be just a massive weapon and has continued to do such that and be a weapon this fall for you guys. What's been the best part about watching her develop over the last few years? Yeah, you know, I think we, we uh, you know, we call her Shushu. Uh, the, the, uh, this is kind of her name with us. And uh, so, so Shushu is uh, t- ranked currently top 15 kills per set in, in, you know, in the country. And so she is, she's finding ways to get the ball to the floor. And, um, and we really do, we talk about to our team a lot that, Hey, we want just a bunch of Swiss army knives out on the floor that you can pull out a plier. You can pull out a screwdriver. You can pull out a, a sharp blade. If you need to pull out a can opener. Um, and that's the kind of players we want that can serve pass, dig block attack, you know, they, they can do it all. And, and, and Yeshua is just, I mean, she is a Swiss Army knife. I mean, she can do it all. And, and she is a, a player that, 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 that doesn't say a ton. Yeah, she doesn't need to. Uh, her, her, her ability to play and her, her execution and her performance speaks for herself. She doesn't say a ton. She's a leader by action. She's a leader by, hey, I'm going to do whatever needs to be done for the team in this moment right now. And, and that's uh, that she's rare. I mean, she, she has this, this truly 
this demeanor about her that people just want to kind of follow. They just kind of want to get on board with whatever she's doing. And, and so it's a, uh, it's a special, it's a special blend her and Kate as, as our captains and, and Callie Wolf is, a, is our third captain in that group. And there's a lot of experience with that group and, and, and they know what they want from this season and, and they're not going to be afraid to go chase it. Well, talk to me about these new additions this year to the roster, three grad transfers and four freshmen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, you know, it's easy to talk about Athena. Um, she's, she's doing a great job. She's, she's a middle blocker that came in from Florida international. And, um, and before that she was a Hofstra. And so she, she's an international player from, from, from Greece by way of Germany. And so she, she's, she's been around the world. She, she knows five languages. She's an incredible human being. Um, and she's a really kind of a gluey player. I mean, she's easy to play with. And, and that's what I always tell my team. I said, you want to be around players that are easy to play with. Um, and, and Athena's easy to play with. She has a great demeanor. She has a good head on her shoulders. She takes the wins and the losses and the kills and the errors. I mean, they're, they're, it's just, hey, it's in stride. And it's, it's all about getting better for her. And, um, and so Athena's been, been a tremendous addition. Uh, obviously, Ange uh, is doing a great job. I think she's ranked 33rd or something in that area of, of digs per set. And, and we just keep track of it just because, hey, we like knowing how people are doing and we want to celebrate it. And so, so she's doing great in, 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 in kind of anchoring the libero position right now. And uh, Maddie Matthews has come in and had some huge moments for us. Um, grad transfer from University of Virginia. Uh, and then, yeah, we've got we've got freshmen that, that are that are kind of right there, and, and they're they're itching to get on the court, and they're pushing us every day in the gym. And um, it's been this nice kind of cohesive group with hey, a lot of heavy veterans, and then a, a lot of brand new crew, and they're all they're all in it, you know. And I think that's kind of the vibe that I've wanted is hey, just we're all in it together, and we're all going to do this thing together. Yeah, and that's probably a good vibe as well, like having such a heavy difference, right? Because when I looked at your guys' roster, there are a lot of upperclassmen, fifth-year seniors, grads, seniors, juniors. Like, you know, it's it's very uh, experience-heavy. And then you've yeah. got the freshmen as well. And I almost think sometimes with teams, it's better to be that way so that the freshmen yeah. are immediately learning mm. from these players that have been around for so long. That's exactly it. You know, I think there's this there's this mentor-mentee type thing that happens and, and, and people learn through osmosis and they learn through watching and they learn through, Hey, how does she handle that moment? Or, Hey, how is she handling this right now? And, and it's, it's very experiential. You don't, you only get it by being in that moment at that time. And you, you can talk about it all you want, right? Mm-hmm. You think we we're geniuses and we have this all figured out, but we only get better, you know, in these experienced moments where, Hey, push came to shove and Hey, we either backed down or we didn't back down. And if we didn't back down, then, Hey, there's a ton to learn. If we did back down. Hey, there's a ton to learn. And, and there's, there's a lot we can take away from it. And so, uh, so it's really good to see, you know, our, our young crew, our, our fresh faces, you know, kind of have to meld and, and mold within that, that, that group with the upperclassmen where they, they get to see, hey, this is what I want to be about in that moment. And this is how she was. And this is awesome. You know, and I want to learn from that, take that part and make that a part of my game. Well, one of the newcomers that you touched on was Angela Crosetti and She's just been an immediate impact player for the group. And as you mentioned, she ranks 40th in the nation in digs per set. You had an incredible libero for the last few years in Elena Molden. Um, And so to see Angela slide into that role and already make a difference, I'm sure has been exciting for you to see. Um, I'm curious, what similarities do you see between those two um, and how Angela has just been able to seamlessly slide into this Lobos group? Yeah, you know you're 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 good at what you do, Bridget. There's uh you're you're good at your homework. It's, Elena was Elena was great, you know? and, and and she she was an anchor there, and 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 so the the goal had been never to compare the two, right? It was never, hey, well, Angela makes this play, and, and Elena didn't make that, or Elena did that, and it was okay. What do we know this position needs, right? We know we know that this position needs to dig a ton of balls. We know this position needs to be an anchor on service. We know this position needs to serve a ton of balls in the court. Uh, we know they need to be great covers, you know, because our attackers want to hit hard and high. And if they miss low, they need to have somebody back there digging, you know, sc- scooping up these block balls. And 
And so it was, it was more so what are the requirements and then, hey, how do we best fit those requirements around this player's game? And, and so so Angie's been great. She's she's bought in and it's a different style. It's a different system that she came from, which is which is a huge like, you know, drinking water out of a fire hose. She's coming at you all the time and, and <laughs> she's adapting well, you know, and it's yeah. just she's, and she's she's digging a ton of balls. And, and she's got this again, this, this the team vibe is like, hey, we are never going to back down. You, you may count us out, but we are coming right back and we're going to come get you. And uh, and she's got that. And she was just in here for film a couple of minutes ago. And, and we were watching balls and she wants to go dig. She's like, I'm going to get that ball. I'm like, great, let's do it. And so so that's I think that's helped her see, to, to kind of find that that rhythm right away with our team. Well, Caitlin Biasu said that this is the most depth we've had since I've been here. And I'm super excited about our potential. What are your thoughts on her comments about the depth of this team? Do you feel like this is the most most depth you've had uh, since you've taken over this program? Yeah, certainly. I mean, at, at any position you've got, you've got three or four players fighting for one spot. And, uh, and, and the, the cool part is, is, is I use the word fighting, but the, re- the reality is that we talk about pushing and pulling, but I, I'm pushing you as hard as I can because I want this spot, but and I'm going to pull for you when, when, when coach makes the final decision. If it's not me, I'm pulling for you and, and I'm ready. If you're not having a great night, I'm ready to come in and have, have your back and have a great match. And, and, and so, yes, there's this there's this push pull mentality within the positional, you know, kind of the, the playing time distribution. Right. Is, is, hey, there's a lot of discomfort when it comes to practice. If I'm not having a great practice and somebody else is, that's that's how this game's played right at this level. And uh, so we're doing the best we can with that. And, and there's there's a lot of management of expectations and a lot of management. of hey, Here's your role. And this is what I need you to be great in right now. And and uh, that's hard. Right. It's hard. It's hard for adults. It's hard for young, young athletes. It's hard for anybody. But, but the reality is, is. We have to get really good at that skill. It's a long season and you never know when you're going to need somebody that may not have had this initial uh, role that they wanted, you know, and and it's a long season. People have to be ready uh, when that time comes. Well, it's a big weekend ahead for the Lobos as you'll get two home matches at Johnson Center facing off with Utah State on Thursday and Boise State on Saturday in your cherry out game. What has you most looking forward to these upcoming matchups? I mean, this is why we play, right? I mean, you, you play because when, when teams get hot and, 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 you know, there's this, there's this opportunity to, to, to get after a team on your home court. This is why you do it. This is exciting. This is fun. Uh, you know, the, the reality is, is, is Utah State and Boise State are as hot as it gets. I mean, two, two great wins for them last week and, and, and kind of making a statement in the league. And, and here we go. And now they're coming on the road and, 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 and they're, they're, they're well coached and they're, they're, they've got good players. And this is why the Mountain West is the Mountain West. You never know what's going to happen. And you got to come out with the, with, 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 with all guns blazing, you got, you got to come out with everything you got because they're going to throw everything they got at you. And, and, and it doesn't matter if you're on the home, you're at home or on the road nowadays in the Mountain West. Teams are coming after you. And, uh, it's, uh, you know, the, the, I use the phrase with my team quite a bit that you're swimming with sharks. You know, everybody wants that same piece of, everyone wants that same thing, right? When you're, when, when you're swimming with sharks, we all want the same thing. And, and, and now we just got to go out and go out on the attack and, and go play our game and, and the cookie will crumble how it will. And, and the reality is don't worry because there's another great team coming after you in the two days. That's just how it works. Um, and so there, there's, there's no, mm-hmm. no time for, for, Hey, uh, you know, judgment or anything. Hey, evaluate how, evaluate what happened, good or bad. And let's get ready. Cause in two days, there's another great team coming at us. Well, your group is a team that has made it to the mountain West tournament the last two seasons, but lost in the first round both times. How have you seen that fuel this group and not only wanting to get back to the tournament mm-hmm. for a third straight year, but wanting to go out and win it this year? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, it feels, it, you know, it feels like it's tomorrow, but it also feels like it's eight weeks from now. You know, it's like, hey, the urgency is right there right now. And um, it, the, the hard part of that is, is managing the expectation. You know, hey, you, you, you drop a match that, that hey, you, you, hey, matches are going to get dropped all year long from different teams. And um, you drop a match that, 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 you, that you don't feel totally settled with. 
And okay, that can either fuel you or it can burn you, right? And 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 the reality is, hey, we're not going to let these things burn us. We're going to learn from them. We're going to move forward. We're going to we're going to move on from them, and and we're going to be better for having gone through that experience. And all those experiences are leading up to this culminating event that happens in November, where it's like, hey, we get a chance to go play against the best teams in our league um, in a tournament format, and see the winner takes all. The winner gets to go play in the national championship tournament. So. Um, I think it's I think it's a healthy perspective, but it's also hey one of these things that we've got to manage over time. That hey, it, it, I think there's very few teams that have that have gone completely and swept the entire league, right? I think that's maybe once or twice that's happened. But at the end of the day, there's going to be a lot of parity. There's going to be a, a race to the finish. Um, and we're swimming with sharks. You can't you can't be looking in the rearview mirror, right? You're just looking forward. And you're you're on the hunt. What's your daily message you would say to your team in terms of managing those emotions? Because it is, you experience the highs, you experience the lows throughout a season, especially in a conference like the Mountain West. Yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's, hey, what do we have to do today? Uh, what matters most? Uh, it's the win acronym. What is important now? Um, it's, it's okay, right now we're, we're focusing on this and that's it. And at the end of practice, we're going to evaluate practice based off of that. And we're not going to evaluate it based off of a win or a loss that happened last week. We're evaluating it off, off of right now and what's important in this moment. And so um, it's hard because it's hard as coaches because we want to, you know, oh, hey, we got to look at the numbers and how is this going? It's hard because that's what we want to do all day. But the reality is what matters right now is that we get one more in-system pass. What matters right now is that we, we are getting a little bit better with our out-of-system attacking. That's the most important things for us right now. And, and if we can do those things, then, then we're going to have a shot to play our best volleyball uh, as the season goes on. Well, you've kind of touched on it a little bit, just the excitement of playing in the Mountain West Conference. But with the first weekend of conference action now in the books, I feel like I repeat it every week on my Players of the Week video because every weekend is exciting when it comes to Mountain West Volleyball. But what are your impressions of the league this year and what you've seen from around the conference in terms of non-conference results and after mm -hmm. the first weekend of conference action? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um... Every team is better. Every team, every team has has done the job they need to do to to, to highlight our our, our conference. Um, every team is 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 capable of winning a match on any given night. I think last two years we've seen we've seen some matches that you know, oh I didn't expect that, and now it's, I think that's just going to be the standard answer now. Oh okay, they, oh they got that one on the road. Wow, you know, and I think that just goes to show the level of play is getting better, and uh, and and the, and the teams that, that that hey you might have thought hey last year was this or last year was that. Um, they can win or lose on any given night, and and that's the reality of playing in a good league. And and uh, when you're when you're doing that, your team's preparing at, at that level, then that means we have a chance to nationally make make big big statements. You know, at the end of the year, and, and that means the Mountain West is doing exactly what it needs to do as a conference to highlight to highlight volleyball and make volleyball a priority amongst amongst Mountain West recruits, among amongst Mountain West sister schools, and, and people going, oh yeah, they're in the Mountain. Oh yeah, that's a tough league. You know, and that's and I, I not that that's what we're chasing, but I think as a league, that's what we want. Right? We we want the Mountain West to be considered. Mm -hmm the top volleyball conferences in the country. If we're doing that, then, hey, we're all doing our jobs. Yeah. Well, Coach, we've now arrived to the final portion of the podcast, the fifth set. <laughs> Are you ready for this? I, I'm a little nervous, Bridget, but uh, I trust you. Okay. First question, what is your favorite restaurant that you would suggest to any visitors in Albuquerque? Ooh, um, we like we like this place called El Pinto. Uh, it's where, you know, when when dignitaries or anyone comes to town, they go to they go to this little... I shouldn't say it little, but it's, it's like a compound. It's and it's a massive. I think they can seat up to 500 people. It's a, it's a it's a New Mexican restaurant, so it's going to have more of your red and green chilies. Uh, but it, but El Pinto is 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 the world famous eatery, uh, the world famous eatery in Albuquerque, and uh, it's and it's really good Mexican food, and, and and we call it New Mexican here, but but uh, but it's uh, it's it's fantastic. It has all your traditional New Mexican dishes, and and uh, and chips and salsa are fantastic. So I highly recommend it. 
All right. We'll mark it down. I'm a big chips and salsa gal. So anywhere that serves chips and go. salsa, I'm I'm all I'm all there for it. You're all in. What is your go-to karaoke song? <sighs> it's been a while since I've sang karaoke. When you have two kids, you know, karaoke uh, doesn't come to you as naturally as as it does when when you're uh, a little more time on your hands. Um, you know, I think like like a journey, don't stop believing. You know, it's like an easy one. And you're you're going to have a lot of people get on board with you and they're going to be like, oh, this song is so played out, but I'm going to sing along because it's uh, it is just a classic. That's the key. You have to sing a song that everyone knows the words to. So then your yeah. singing is just drowned out. That's the key to karaoke. I, I, I think you're right. I think you're onto something. <laughs> um, if you could be any animal, what would you be and why? Um. You know, I, I uh, sea turtles are, are they look absolutely peaceful. They they kind of swim with their families. They've got their little guys and their, you know, the mama and the daddy and, and all that stuff. And uh, I think I'd, I'd be a sea turtle somewhere off the coast of Maui, you know, and, and just just hanging out. That'd be a good life. Sounds nice. Coach, what is your biggest pet peeve? <sighs> got I've got I, we're going to go two two or three deeper. Uh one, uh, whistling in elevators, like or whistling in public spaces. I, I, I didn't necessarily request that song. So therefore, please keep it to yourself. Uh, smoking not within 30 feet of, of, of you know, of restaurants or of, of public establishments. I've got two little kids. We don't need to breathe that in. Um, and three is like really loud mufflers. Like, like, again, I didn't choose to live on this street to listen to your muffler. I, I you know, and so, so yeah, I don't know. Are those, are those okay? Are those a little too much? No, no, those are great. Like I, I love when people already have their pet peeve, like they know it no. immediately right off the top of their minor, head. Like minor, there's the people that have minor. to think, and then there's the other people that just know. And I appreciate no. they're that. They're crystal clear. Yeah. They're crystal yeah. clear. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Mine always have to do with traveling. So, you know, it is what it there is there go. in an airport. Um, last one for you, coach, what song will you never forget the lyrics to? You know, uh, you're probably too too young for this, but there was a rapper by the name of Notorious B.I.G. And he had a song called um, Going Back to Cali. And I'm a Californian, so I like the song Going Back to Cali. If you, do, you, do you know who Notorious B.I.G. is? I, I do. I do. I do. I do okay. know who that okay. is. Uh, but I okay. don't know the song. I'm sure, though, like no, if I played it, I, would, it. I would, yeah. would know it. I'll, I'll go listen to it right after this. Well, coach, you thank go. you so there much. You for, thank you so much for making the time to join me on taking the lead today. Absolutely. Good luck this weekend and enjoy the cherry out game awesome. on Saturday. Thank you. We're going to have a ton of fun. Thank you. That's New Mexico volleyball head coach, John Newman Gonchar. The 2023 Mountain West Women's Volleyball Conference season is underway. To watch matches this fall, head on over to the MW.com or download the Mountain West app available on Apple and Android devices. Join us next week for more episodes of Taking the Lead available on Apple, Spotify, and now also on the SiriusXM app.